Hello there, folks. Welcome to another Irrational Passions review discussion. Uh, this is the second one we're doing here. I'm joined by the wonderful Quinn Hoffman, the young, the vibrant, the San Diego and Quinn Hoffman. Well, howdy, George. I didn't know I was young and vibrant. Uh, yeah, I would describe you as that. You're certainly, you're certainly, you're certainly out here. Uh, um, is that so- just because I live in San Diego? Uh, I mean, I don't know anything about San Diego apart from Rey Mysterio living there. That's all I know about that. Okay, but the the best bit about Rey Mysterio is... Is it 619, like, the area code? Yeah, because that yeah. is straight up just an area code. Yep. Um, <laughs> that Again, not a big... lot of people know about. You really like San Diego. Um, yeah. But we're not here to talk about Rey Mysterio. We're here to talk about Falcon Age, and this will be our formal review discussion uh, to get your thoughts out there on the full retail release, which we have played in preview form, and you mm-hmm. probably, uh, listener, have read words and or an interview with developer Eka of the game before the full release, but we are now here. Quinn, have you, I assume you've finished the entire six-hour game, um, or nine-hour yeah, game, it, something like that? I th- and Okay, so when Eka told me when, during my demo at PAX that the game was six hours, I was like, rad. Then when I beat the game in like two and a half hours, I was like, "Oh, no, oh, maybe this is a, like six hours." Well, well, we'll get into it. We'll get it. Well, maybe yeah. we should just get into that now, actually, because I will forget. Yeah. Um, right. So we were told about that there was around that area ballpark mm-hmm. of game here. Um, was that including? Is, was that like? Is there like in terms of? You think they met in co- in terms of content in the game or like critical path? Because critical path, you said it was about two hours. Uh, two and a half, and I did a lot. I did majority of the side stuff too. Interesting, interesting. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, then yes, let's get into it. So we're here talking about Falcon Age. If you're not familiar mm-hmm. with uh, the game, listener, it is a both traditional and not and VR game where you play as a woman who has a falcon who is breaking out, right? I believe out of the sort mm-hmm. of like detention like a, center, detention center put together by uh, this organization who is colonizing this planet. Yeah. Um yeah, and it is a game about sort of fighting back at the yeah. the the colonizers. Um and we will get into that, but obviously I think the big thing and it's also worth noting that Quinn did not play the VR version of the game. Just the standard version. So um I could I could I think we both played the VR version though at PAX though, right? I did not at fun fact, I with my glasses I can't do VR. Okay, so I was the only one who played it, so I could speak a little bit to it then, uh, and I may have some questions myself. Um, but yeah, let's get started. So let's start from the surface. Like I said, listen, if you're not familiar with this, you, you, this is a game about building a bond with a bird, uh, and you go on sort of an action-adventure first-person game. Um but on the surface, you know, it is the sort of bird game. And I said this to Eka, like, like, do you get in people with the sort of, oh, hey, look at the fun bird. You can decorate it. Yeah. Um, so let's talk about that falcon. Let's talk about that falcon. Can you tell me about how cute that falcon is and how uh, what good times and adventures you can get up to with that falcon? So I love the falcon in Falcon Age. Like, big shocker. Um, when... I when I booked my appointment for Falcon Age and then I saw Eka and he basically said, Hey, do you wanna play this demo with the cute ass bird? I was like, Yes. Like I had a big grin on my face. I was very eager and like it was something that he was like pushing. Like he was the he's the studio director and she's also runs the social for Outer Loop Games. 
And that's basically what he was pushing was like, hey, look at this bird. It's cute. It's adorable. But then you come in and it's like this really good story about colonialism and culture and identity. Um, And the Falcon actually ties into um, Ara's culture, which is something that's very interesting. Um, The Falcon is, is, she is being used in ways for combat, um, uh, exploratory, um, exploratory, uh, words escaping me, um, purposes as well as, um, that's it actually. It's just exploration and combat. All right. (laughs) Gotcha. Um, yeah, I know. I don't know why that dragged on so long, but, um, the com- but from one of those two, like the combat in particular, it's not good, is what I'll say. Okay, so yeah, you're getting ahead of there a little bit, but yeah, you know, let, let's talk about that Falcon a little bit more because you yeah. know, a thing of the game is that you can buy upgrades for your Falcon. Like you can get like little, mm-hmm. you can dress up the bird. The bird will also grow up with you again. The sort of focus on that bond aspect. Can you tell me a little yeah. bit more about that? Yeah. So when you when you first play, the, when you first boot up the game, and you're locked in this detention center, you go through a series of events. Then, maybe within the first like 15 minutes, there is a falcon, like a, a mother falcon attacking a like a robot, which is hurting her chick. The mother falcon dies, and then you pick up the baby falcon chick, and basically nurture her back to health. And you nurture her, um, and you build a bond by um escaping this prison and that's where that like bond really starts is you both have a vented like a vested interest in like helping each other out and that's something which i really love about um this bond that you have right and i think that bond is you know vr uh from playing the vr version it certainly adds Mm -hmm. another layer to it uh, because when the when your falcon gets hurt you have to like pluck the little like uh, I guess they'd be like they're like bullets, arrows, sort of dealies. Like, like you sort of have to heal. Yeah, you have to heal the bird. Mm-hmm. Um, it's very, very good. Um, and yes. I think like when you first play it, the sort of like a uh, little like chicken head lock thing may yeah. throw you off. But you know, once you do more research, it, it's not too dissimilar from actual falcons. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's 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 really interesting. And like I said, uh, if you folks want to listen to Eka talk about you know how they got that experience uh, down, how they like sort of accurately replicated how a bird and uh you know uh, behaves uh, with a person uh you can listen to my interview with them um but yeah of course we, yes but we talked about obviously there's more to this game than being a falcon simulator yeah. um it is an action game um and there is a very much a story um so let's start with by talking about that story and i think then we'll get into how it actually uh how it's executed through gameplay um but yeah tell me about what this game is about quinn so the premise the elevator pitch of falcon age is what if the england the english um empire how they were colonizing became automated with robots that's the pitch of falcon age um you play as Aura, who is a young woman on a planet in the Port Loop region. Um, 
and she has she is the daughter of a free, uh, was the daughter of a freedom fighter um f- through the series of events you find out that your auntie um has been rebelling against these these colonizers for two generations um and that is what is causing this region to fall into chaos is people have begun to give up they have be- begun to su- um, succumb to the effects of the colonizers and just give in because they don't have the fight in them anymore and that's not a good that's a bad thing um it's it's complicated um and the way that falcon age really tells this story about colonizers is showing the actual effects of what they're doing and that's not something which we see often in games and that's one of the reasons that which made this tale stand out to me. Right. Like, um, and I t- like I said, it's a sort of like the opposite Far Cry. I think mm-hmm. it's sort of the, I think the trope you would call it is the stranger in a strange land. Yep. Um, it's very much like instead of going into the outpost to sort of take out all the uh, crazy drug and like drug raged out local residents, uh, you're coming out to take out these robotic colonizers. Yeah. And um, I think of like, Mass Effect is like the easy example for me. It's because that is literally a stranger in a strange land, um, and it's it's fascinating how um, Outer Loop games have turned this trope on its head and told us a very compelling and unique story about the effects of colonialism, how colonialism affects culture, and how colonialism affects identity. Because um, in the opening moments of the game. When you're talking to your auntie, she there's a quick dialogue, and the your auntie says, "Oh, you're using your colonizer name. Like it's just this shortened version of like your real name, your real long name." Um, and that's why I feel bad about calling Ara Ara because that's her quote unquote colonizer name, but um, I forgot her full long name. Gotcha. They gotcha. Yeah. Um, so yeah, and like I said, I think that was definitely the surprise at PAX when you play when we got the demo, um, that there is such a, there is a, it is such a story rich and character rich, uh, game, but not only that, but it's also still, uh, as Eka said, a game ass game. So there is Mm -hmm. combat in this game. There is, it is, it's very multifaceted too, which was also surprising, um, and it sounds like, and I kind of got a little bit of this in the demo, but I was also like, it's also like a PAX demo and I'm in a hotel room and like I have VR. So, you know, not the best first impression. Like it was fun, but I could also, I was also hitting like the TV. I could feel the, my little move controller hitting the TV sometimes. Like, you know, it is what it is, but it sounds yeah. like, uh, even without VR, even just as the game as a final product, it's complicated. It's maybe a little bit messy. So can you tell me a little bit about the actual gameplay of the game yeah. and maybe the gameplay loop? Yeah, so in there are like two core gameplay loops is sending your falcon to retrieve something, then you holding your hand out and the falcon dropping it in your hand. Um and that's kind of like the exploratory and like quote unquote adventuring um gameplay loop. Then there's the combat loop, which I don't like, um, and it detracts from the experience of which you have to send your bird up 
Um, you have to whip a like whip one a robot, then the bird comes back down and drags him up in the air. Then you hit hit him four times, and it just like it doesn't feel good. Um, and it's repetitive and it's somewhat annoying, and it's such like it's just like oh I have to do this thing now instead of like making it fun. Um, because I enjoyed sending my falcon up and grabbing something that I couldn't and had like catching it in my hand. I enjoyed that loop more. Um, but the combat is lackluster and it's kind of disappointing. However, um, there is a different mode called imprint mode, which I did not play. And from what I understand, it basically takes out all that combat elements and it's just like the the and it's just the exploratory elements which i would tell the listener excuse me to play that instead of the normal mode because the combat's right just, even though you yourself haven't played it yet but i get it yeah um, um cuz that's what i was told did, like specifically during my demo is um Eka said something along the lines of we had so much fun with QA like playing this exploratory um gameplay loop that we just wanted that instead of having the combat in there as well. Interesting. Because I, yeah. I think the combat makes a lot... I don't know how they translated it into non-VR. It made a little bit more sense in VR. Like the little whip, it's a little bit cooler in VR. But I, I'm interested to... It's also only on PlayStation. So mm-hmm. uh, I would also imagine that would have been better on something like a PC VR. But it's only on PlayStation. So that's that's interesting. Um, and yeah, you talked about the, that, that little whip, uh, cause you have, you have the Falcon who you can, you can tell him like to target and to attack things. Yeah. And you also have sort of like a, I don't even know how to describe it, but it's like a sort of baton whip, like an mm-hmm. electrify, like, like an electric baton whip that you can, uh, sort of you use it to like open gates and such. Like it's almost yeah. like a key as well. Um, and like I mentioned in sort of a far cry where you were going to like these little out, at least from the demo I played, I went to an outpost, uh, and I like got rid of the robots there and in VR, it gets very hectic when you have so many enemies and it's very, it's very process. Um, there's certainly a process to combat, right? Like like you have to like use the baton a little bit, use your Falcon a little bit. Oh, the Falcon is hurt. You gotta heal the Falcon. Yeah. Yeah, It's a, Um, it's a whole thing. Yeah, and that's, like, part of my, like, why I didn't, like, it's, like, it's fine when you play the demo, but when you have to do, take down, like, three refineries and go through, like, an extra stage using that combat, it's just, like, okay, I have to single out this guy, do this exact thing on him, and it's repetitive in, like, the worst sense, um, because there are some gameplay loops where it's you repeat something and it's kind of rewarding, fulfilling. But in Falcon Age, it's okay. Okay, I do this. I drag him off to the side. I single him out. Then I do this one set of moves to take him out. And it's just like... It's very much following s- steps one through five. And there's not a lot of like wiggle room there. Um, mm-hmm. so. Can you tell me a little bit about... The structure of the world, because is it like an open space or is it fragmented into like levels? So, okay, this is where it gets kind of tricky. So the port loop region is a giant space. Um, You have when you first start, um, you start on your auntie's base camp 
then you have basically access to more or less the whole world, um, except for certain areas like that final stage I was talking about, but we won't talk about for spoilers. Um, so it's you can go wherever you want, but if you the moment you start following the main storyline, the main story beats, um, more things start opening up and you're able to do more with the world. For example, the moment you take down the first refinery, you are able to start farming and that whole thing opens up and you can start doing it at that refinery and at the town, which is a safe space. Then you start, it's basically every time you complete something, you unlock like a, like a so-called ability, which really isn't an ability, it's just another thing to do in the world. Um, and that's part of the fun of it is you have this giant open space and you get to find, oh, what can I do with what I'm given? So it's kind of like it's a sandbox, so to speak, and the tools you get as you go along. And you can only use the tools in certain spots. Mm, that's interesting. Okay, I, I think I, uh, that sounds interesting. Uh, mm-hmm. That's cool. That's cool. Um, so, you know, we've talked about the story, we've talked about the gameplay, um, it feels like from how, and and you're not the only one, I also think, uh, obviously this is your review, but I've also seen folks like Natalie from Waypoint, uh, also talk about that the story and the characters and the art and the Falcon itself is very interesting and it's really well done, but it seems like there is uh, something missing from the game, and then perhaps it's from the gameplay department, something like it's sort of untapped. Yeah. Um, so one of my biggest gripes with Falcon Age, and like as much as I absolutely adore this game, is it has a lot of like untapped potential, I feel like. Because it builds this fantastic world. It builds these cool characters that reside in it, and it tells such a unique and fascinating story but it doesn't do much with those characters and it doesn't do much with that world beside oh go from place a to place b to place c etc etc um and it's at times the experience feels bare bones and it's something which like the story is so rich and so interesting then you transition to something which is just like um just not to something which where there's not much there and it's it's a hard it's like you go from a high plateau to really deep valley then to a high plateau again and it's like just a peak it's peaks and valleys the entire time and it's not something which stays constant and it's something which kind of diminished my time when i was playing falcon age Mm, gotcha well, I don't know how much more there is to say about Falcon Age. It's, I mean, I think what we got here is a game that uh, clearly has so much heart and so... Not only does it have... It doesn't just have good intentions. It delivers on those good intentions and it's very yeah. specific and it's very articulate and it's very intelligent. Uh, and, it te- and it tells a great story with great uh, characters of color. It is a story of people of color, people who are marginalized. Um and they they sort of it's again i i wasn't in i wasn't with echo when he told you about the imprint mode and how they sort of found out like actually this is kind of a little bit better uh mm-hmm. but it, it maybe feels again not being a developer it maybe felt like that imprint mode makes a bit more sense for this game but at the same time i was very impressed that they 
you know, like they said, they they made a game ass game, but that a lot of that game stuff could be a bit better. Yeah. Um, and that's yeah. it's that's like the the that's the hard balance with Falcon Age is like do we in this review discussion do we just focus on the great story and the the themes it presents and not really talk about the combat or how do we strike that balance so it's hard to, it's i just want it like falcon age is complicated it's the easiest way to say it gotcha well uh i don't know if there's anything else to say about falcon age i think we've sort of you know gave our final thoughts but is there anything left to say about uh, falcon age quinn and i guess a score as well since this is still a review um uh yeah so i like i said i adore the story of falcon age it's something which is going against trends in this industry going against tropes that have been laid out um throughout time and it has a game, it's a game with so much heart and so much character that sometimes fails um, in, like, the the smallest of times. And, like, in, in the moment it fails. Um, and that's kind of disappointing. Um, I am extremely eager to see what Outer Loop does next um, because this game, the story has me hooked and... I'm invested because I know how much joy and how much how how, how I know how big th- this game's impact is going to be. Um and I I'm in, I'm excited to see how it resonates with people more. Right. And I think well, I don't think we can say that. I think a big thing with that is that and I think I could see a little bit a challenge for Outer Loop is that um the game sort of got put as a VR game only mm-hmm. when really it's a it's not just exclusive to VR. Um, and I hope and I hope it seems like Falcon Age is doing well. It's certainly getting uh, a lot of support from press and from content creators and from even publishers like Sony. Uh, like it was at the, I believe it was at that state of play presentation. It was. Um, it was at the first. So that's like the banner for their Twitter. So that says something yeah. about the confidence and that people mm-hmm. want to see this game be played just because yeah. it it's a little rough doesn't mean like again there, I, I don't think it's crazy for any of us and especially if you read rational passions i would hope that we it's good for a game to just be in the middle and it still be mm-hmm. worth your time uh it's yeah. only 20 dollars, i believe right quinn yeah and it, it's 20 dollars. and like i said earlier it took me two and a half three hours and i think it it is worth people's time honestly right yeah um, so yeah, that's uh did you put it did you give it a score already, Quinn? I, I... No, I did not. Um, okay, I did I surprise you with that one a little bit? Uh kind of, because I don't like <laughs> I personally don't like scores. Um no, I would give this game a seven five out of ten. I think that makes sense. I think that makes sense. That makes sense. Um so yeah, Quinn, I guess thank you so much for uh, you know, sitting down with me to talk about Falcon Age uh i'm excited to play it once i have time and i think even just for if you are here just for the bird novelty it Mm -hmm. does that very well um if you're just here for that um there's there's certainly a lot of hats and uh you can turn into a dog i've seen you Um, can turn into a cat a dragon um and there's a bunch of other things you can put on them you can make them the baby burb 
It can be a grown bird, however. Right. Like, you can turn into a baby bird again once it grows up, so. That's really cool. My heart be still. I love the baby bird so much. Right. And apparently there's no importance on the bird's name. We didn't talk about that, but that's the thing that bummed you out, it seems. Yeah. um, And I think, to go back to Natalie Watson's uh, review on Waypoint, she mentions it, too. Um, Yeah. Because your auntie makes, like, a big deal out of you naming this bird. Then you never say her name again, so. Okay, well... Well, listeners, that is our review for Falcon Age. If you want more context for what Falcon Age is, uh, we also have, of course, we have the preview, uh, original preview that Quentin wrote up for the site, and we also have an interview with Eka that is on this feed. It is the PAX East 2019 Falcon Age interview. Uh, it'll be pretty easy to spot. Um, but yeah, that's all we got. Until the next review discussion, Quinn, once again, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, Uh, Or joining me, I guess. (laughs) And we will see all of y'all next time. Bye.